Hello, and welcome to episode seven of our podcast, Loving Parenting, where our goal is to improve our relationships by going beyond our comfort zone one small step at a time. The title of episode seven is Goal versus Direction in Relationships. If you are having difficulty with your child, you surely have some concept or image in your mind of how you'd like things to be. You'd like to get along fine with your child, whatever that means in your particular situation. The question is then, is it possible to make that happen? And if so, how can we do that? How could we bring about that ideal situation? It is natural to start planning on how to make the child be different so that he will be the way you want him to be. How can I make the child be the way I want him or her to be? If you keep thinking along those lines, it becomes your goal to transform your child. If you do indeed succeed in transforming your child, then you will feel that you have succeeded. You are a success. However, there are a few very significant problems with this approach, that is, with trying to achieve a goal in the relationship. Firstly, if you are trying to transform your child, then he will feel your motivation and will feel manipulated. How do you feel when someone is trying to transform you? Let's say someone is trying to convince you to follow a certain diet. This person tells you how healthy the diet will be for you and how it will make you feel energetic and vibrant. How does that make you feel? Or how about if someone is trying to convince you of the correctness of some political position which you currently do not agree with? How about all the advertisements that try to convince you that you'll be so happy if you use such and such product? In all of these cases, your reaction will probably be, leave me alone. Let me be who I am and eat what I want and think what I want. None of us wants to feel manipulated, and your child also does not want to feel manipulated. Secondly, if you try to achieve a goal in the relationship, you are essentially trying to achieve the impossible since you really cannot change another person. The only person you really can change is yourself. So when you start to realize that the child is just not changing in response to your efforts and is actually getting irritated with you, then you would become disappointed and disillusioned. You might end up giving up on the whole effort to improve your relationship with your child. That would be a very unfortunate outcome. Now, it actually is important to define a long-term goal for the relationship, but not because we aim to achieve it. Rather, we use that goal in order to define a direction for our efforts. Let's say you want to travel somewhere. First, you figure out where you are now. That's point A. Then you figure out where you want to get to. That's point B. Then you can plan a route for getting from point A to point B. Same with a relationship. You know very well where you are now, and you also know very well what your destination is. So now you can chart a course for how to get there using what you know about your child. You'll probably need some help from a wise friend or, or a professional counselor to help you make your plan. 
that is the purpose of the goal, to enable you to set a direction in which you want to progress in improving the relationship. Once you set your direction, then you just have to advance as far as you can in that direction. The way that you'll advance is by modifying your behavior in a way that is conducive to advancing toward your goal. Any progress you make in that direction is precious because you have achieved it through your own efforts. As you move along in the direction that you've defined, you need to periodically evaluate whether you are still on the right path for moving toward your destination. Sometimes people drift a bit off course, so you may need to recalculate occasionally. Sometimes your child changes, and that may require redefining your goal and therefore recalculating your direction. So once in a while, it's good to evaluate the situation and see if any changes are needed. I would call this approach direction thinking. There is a concept called outcome thinking or having an outcome mindset. The basic idea is to think of an outcome that you'd like and then do whatever you have to in order to bring about that outcome. This is a very effective approach regarding efforts that depend only on you. For example, an outcome that I desire is to produce a podcast. So in order to achieve that goal, I have to think of topics, produce the episodes, and so on. Applying outcome thinking to long-term goals in a relationship is very similar to direction thinking in that in both cases you define a goal and then make a plan on how to approach that goal. However, in direction thinking, the emphasis is more on the direction rather than on the goal. That is because you can control your efforts to move along the direction that you have chosen, but you cannot control how closely you'll approach the goal since that depends on the other person as well as on yourself. However, Outcome thinking actually can be a very useful way to make good short-term plans in a relationship. For relationships, outcome thinking means that when you consider a way of interacting with another person, you think about what outcome might result from that action based on your familiarity with that person. For example, if your child is in a bad mood and you want to cheer her up, then your outcome is to help her feel better. And so you start thinking about what kinds of things can cheer her up, and then you do those things. Another example is if your child says something rude or disrespectful to you. You have a choice. You can scold him, you can ignore the rudeness, or you can realize that he is hurting and try to soothe him. If you're using outcome thinking, then you'll use your knowledge of your child to choose the course of action that would lead to the best outcome. That probably means trying to soothe the child, though what the best outcome is depends on the particular situation. In conclusion, in relationships, the direction is more important than the goal. The goal is very important for both long-term planning and short-term planning, as we described. But the importance of the goal is only to enable you to define a direction. It's very important to realize that you cannot control whether the goal is achieved, nor even to what degree the goal is achieved. All you can control, and therefore all that matters, 
is what effort you make to advance in the direction that you have defined. I wish you lots of success in defining good goals, in defining a good direction to follow in order to approach these goals, in advancing in the direction that you have defined, and in recalculating your direction whenever necessary. I welcome your comments, feedback, questions, and suggestions for topics, and I've set up an email address for this purpose. The address is lovingparenting123 at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you'll tune in to future episodes.